On this special edition of the 511 News, we take a look at the recent controversy of not only Kanye West, but also Kyrie Irving and the fact that both of them seem to be peddling ideas from the black Hebrew Israelite cults. So we sat down with an expert in vocab Malone to discuss black Hebrew Israelism and some of the controversy surrounding these celebrities. Stay with us on this special edition of the 511 News with Vocab Malone. And with the most recent controversy when it comes to not only Kanye West and Kyrie Irving and whether or not they are anti-Semitic, it is important for us to look at some of the material that has gotten Kyrie actually suspended from the Brooklyn Nets and to discuss what was actually shared by Kyrie and a little bit of the backstory, not only behind the director of the film, the producer of the film, and also the writer of the book that the film was made out of, is none other than Vocab Malone to discuss this very, very important topic. So Vocab, we want to say thank you so much for joining us on the 511 News. Glad to be here. I hope I'm looking and sounding good. I know you do. All right. Well, that is awesome. Vocab, I'm excited to have you back uh, on one of our Good Fight shows because last time we did talk about black Hebrew Israelism or just Hebrew Mm -hmm. Israelism, I guess, as they would call it. But nonetheless, that was an important show. And we'll put a link in the description here as well as a link to all of Vocab's channels and Twitter and all that fun stuff because you guys can keep up to date on some of the stuff that he's doing because He is out there on the streets. I know you're doing urban apologetics. We talked about that on the last show, but I want to get right into this to give a little backstory. And so what we've been seeing online, and this is from our perspective, I know this is more of your forte when it comes to this, but what I've been seeing as somebody who's a a basketball fan, in fact, we're actually right down the street. I used to work right next to as well where Donda Academy used to be, which was the school that Kanye West started. And it's kind of interesting. Now it's gone. And all of this is going on because of a lot of statements and a lot of beliefs and also a video that was shared, not only by Kyrie, but also some of the things that has been shared and even cut out of interviews in terms of Kanye West seems to line up with a lot of the doctrines that we find in these black Hebrew Israelite groups vocab. And Mm -hmm. I think it might be just good to kind of get some background and some history between Kanye West and Kyrie and really how we got to this place. Right. So Kyrie Irving tweeted out a a documentary that's available on Amazon. It's over three hours. It's produced by Ron Dalton Jr. It's called Hebrews to Negroes. And he just tweeted out with the link. And that's what's caused all this controversy because people then took a look at it and realized it was anti-Semitic, basically accusing the Jewish people of worshiping the devil and also included a unhealthy dose of Holocaust revisionism, not outright denial, but minimizing and uh, a number of other things, you know, accusing the Jews of controlling the UN and uh, being overall imposters and knowing they're imposters and the primary persecutors of the true people of God, who, according to this documentary, are the black Americans uh, primarily in the Western hemisphere, although this would include some folks on the continent of Africa as well, depending on which Hebrews let you ask, but Dalton's perspective would definitely include uh, people, uh, for example, the Igbo and and others. Uh, So he tweeted that out, and 
you know, he's got all kinds of beliefs going on. He calls himself an omniist. Uh, he thinks all kinds of things are true. You know, he's doing this with Sage before a game. He's uh, observing Ramadan, not eating a year ago, not taking the COVID shot, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And now he's saying, hey, I know who I am. And in fact, if you look at Kyrie's apology, it ends with him saying, I know who I am. That's actually the last thing. Let me just read this here. I had no intentions to disrespect any Jewish cultural history regarding the Holocaust or perpetuate any hate. I am learning from this unfortunate event and hope we can find understanding between us all. I am no different than any other human being. I'm a seeker of truth and knowledge, and I know who I am. It's fascinating because it ends with, I know who I am. <laughs> and the indication is, I'm a true Hebrew, and the documentary would be evidence. I don't think he came to that perspective just strictly from what's called a documentary. Um, I think he held that already. And that's what Ron Dalton Jr. and those who support this claim uh, is that, hey, we're the true Hebrews. Those other guys, not so much. And that's what the whole title is about, Hebrews to Negroes, the renaming, uh, misidentification uh, due partially to the identity theft perpetuated upon them by such conspirators, according to this documentary, as the Roman Catholic Church, Europeans, especially the Jews, and a number of other conspirators as well. So that's the essence of it, and it's caused a big kerfuffle. So a lot of people have heard about this and are confused what's going on, and now Amazon's talking about perhaps putting a disclaimer in front of the work, but it's sold really well since this whole uh, snafu. The thing has shot to number one, the book, that the film is based upon it was just three volume set uh has shot way up i mean i got some of the charts in front of me and uh so has the movie itself so ron dalton jr is definitely the one who has benefited from this i'm looking at the apple books preview from a few days ago and uh it's number nine you know you got matthew perry's book is number one zachary levi's book is number 10 on apple books bono's books number three uh, john grisham books number seven and number nine is ron dalton jr hebrews to hebrews uh, and, and I'm, I'm looking at it right now it's a pretty shocking thing so the winner of this all has really been the creator of this documentary and to a certain extent some of the stuff that's happened to Kyrie. Some of the Hebrew Israelites view as vindication of their claims about what they view as a rather nefarious imposter group. Yeah, it's really interesting, too. I, I, I think maybe you speak to this as well, Vocab, because I think a lot of people are seeing what happened. I, you know, they saw Kanye West tweet out about how he was going to go rough shot on the Jews and, and yeah. so forth. And it was like, OK. And he started kind of naming names, calling Shaq out and so forth. And then all of a sudden Kyrie then posts this, takes it down actually, mm -hmm. which didn't seem like he was going to at first. And then next thing you know, all this stuff, we need to take this stuff down from Amazon and so forth. And it kind of reminded me of that pastor, I believe he was out in Florida, that wanted to burn all the Qurans. He wanted to have the Quran burning day. Yeah. And I think for guys like myself and you and us at Good Fight Ministries, we actually want the Quran because we want to be able to show why it's fallacious. Mm -hmm. And in the same way with uh, Mr. Dalton here, his film and books, it seems like if we just burnt them and then canceled everyone else, uh, it doesn't seem like that's going to help us in terms of going after what is really the truth. Yeah, I'm not a fan, put it mildly, of censorship regardless of who it's for. I think uh, that the burden of proof should always be upon um, 
whoever's doing the censoring. And I understand, you know, people say, well, this is a private company, this, that. Okay, I understand all that. But we can make um, conditions across uh, the civil spectrum so uh, tight that nobody really, even though you could say, well, you can speak out, it's almost as if they really can't speak out about as far as what they believe. I do not think that most of what Kyrie Irving is saying is true. I do not think a lot of what Kanye, although there's truth mixed in there, uh, I don't think that a lot of what he's saying in regards to the Israelism stuff is true. But I don't want him to be censored for that. But it does get murky because almost every version of Hebrewism that I've ever seen, almost always – not always, but almost always, contains also a healthy dose, and I say healthy, tongue-in-cheek, of anti-Semitism. And so the question is, well, what do you do with that? And so, you know, Holocaust minimization, I think, is one example. But, you know, I, I talked about this on my show. We talked about this before this show. Ron Dalton Jr. in the book, Hebrews to Negroes, compares the Jewish people to the thing from the sci-fi horror movie, how they – you know, take over the host victim and then uh, are, are hunted down and, and stuff. And they often destroy the host victim that they end up imitating in the process. And talk about dehumanizing. It literally is saying the Jewish people are like the thing in regards to the true Hebrews, who Dalton would say are black Americans primarily. I mean, that is definitely dehumanizing. And you say, okay, and that's just one, that's just one place in this book. This is a really long book. Let me just read some of this. All throughout the movie, everyone was trying to kill the thing, but the thing didn't know why everyone was trying to kill it. This is because everyone knew that the thing was an imposter, all caps. The thing took on the identity of whoever it got in contact with, often doing away with the original organism that it copied, just like in the movie Terminator. It's weird that... The, the way this guy writes, by the way, is not academic. I hear all these Hebrews like saying how educated Dalton is. Uh, you know, this is a, a very stream of conscious, like amateur hour book. But nonetheless, it's popular now on Amazon and Apple thanks to this. This is how the European Jews have replaced the identity of the original Jews Hebrews with themselves by using name changes to biblical last names, replacing the word Israelite with Jew, and adopting the language writing of the Hebrews. They have assimilated themselves to be the original Jews or Hebrew Israelites to the whole world. Here's how the name change began for the Jews in Europe. So this this is directly from the book. So you say, well, that's yeah, that is anti-Semitic. It's just like when Farrakhan got kicked off. I'm no fan of Nation of Islam or Farrakhan. I'm a Christian. I love Jesus. I'm a Christian apologist. That stuff's heretical and problematic and destroys the gospel if it was true. Okay. But I don't think it should be removed from the marketplace of ideas. We can discuss everything else. Why can't we discuss these ideas and attack them and show that they're wrong? But just the silencing, the centering, I'm not for that. So you can be pro-free speech and still be anti-Hebrew Israelism, like me. Hey, amen to that. And it's interesting because the film claims to debunk these five core beliefs. These are the five things that the film actually says it goes out and debunks. And I'm going to read them for you. It's the Jews are Israelites and thus God's chosen people. It says it debunks that. Number two, that Jesus Christ was a Jew. Number three, that six million Jews were killed in a Holocaust during World War II. Number four, that all races are equal or that we are all brothers. And number five, that the Jews are just another religious group. So with all of that vocab, do you think that this film does a good job of debunking those five statements? No, it does not. Not at all. 
And let me just, you know, say a few things about what you just read. This is directly from the book, Hebrews to Negroes, Wake Up, Black America is a subtitle. And here's what it says, um, which is just so bizarre. Here are some excerpts of the kind of information certain Ashkenazi Jews have tried to reveal to us about the truth behind the lies that has been told to us for years. They also reveal the tactics those in power use to discredit those revealing the truth or simply put how to get rid of them. That's actually what it says. It doesn't totally make sense, the sentence. He's saying here, Ron Dalton Jr., that certain Jews have been essentially whistleblowers on the industry of lies of their people. That's what he's saying. And now he's going to say what they are. And that's what you just mentioned. But listen to how he prefaces it. The Jews have established five major falsehoods which work to conceal their nature and protect their status and power, to wit. So these are things that the Jews, it just says the Jews, no qualification. The Jews have established to conceal their nature. That's what the nature of these uh, falsehoods is, to conceal their nature, who they really are. The Jews are Israelites, Hebrews, and thus God shows a people. Jesus Christ was a Jew, and the way he parenthetically qualifies that is Jesus did not practice Judaism. Jesus was stock of Levi, Aaron, Mary, and Judah, Joseph. How does that mean he was not a Jew? I mean, uh, it literally said over his head, king of the Jews, right? Pilate's like, what, am I a Jew? You know, this is in John 18. Jesus was a Jew, everyone, and he's trying to say because he didn't practice Judaism— well, he did practice form of Judaism. I don't know what he even means by this. If he means modern Judaism as influenced, by, and that'd be which Judaism? There's multiple Judaisms even today. But any version of modern Judaism influenced by the Middle Ages, Jesus didn't practice that because it didn't exist. That's true. But I think everyone knows Jesus is prior to the Middle Ages. So this is just a nonsensical statement that really the impact here is him trying to say Jesus Christ was a Jew. He's saying that's a falsehood, by the way. And I mean, is that something the Jews are really working hard to make sure they prove? I mean, most Jews don't accept Jesus as a Messiah. So this is this is so convoluted, right? Number three, that six million Jews were killed in the Holocaust during World War II. Many sources and scholars have proven that there were less than a quarter million Jews living in Europe at the time of the Nazi Third Reich rule. This number was fabricated and was believed to be true by the Jewish-controlled media in America. That's what this says. He doesn't name the source. He doesn't give us a scholar that has proven this. He just says many. There's not even a footnote upon this, you know? And, I mean, I, I hope people know that uh, some of the ways we know this, yes, photographs and stuff like that, uh, size of camps, eyewitness, but, my goodness, the Nazis kept really tight records they kept minutes. They kept it's it's the the record keeping the bookkeeping uh, was very thorough, and this is what they did. And we you know we got access to that because we went in there the allies and then we got their stuff and we could see what they wrote. So and there was defectors too. So this is bizarre, right? Number four, that all people are equal. What he's saying is here is that in Judaism, uh, the goyim, the Gentiles, are just like cattle. That's what he's saying. All people are not equal in the religion of Judaism. We are considered goyim or goy, just like cattle. Uh, it's true you can find extreme versions of modern Judaism, usually in a very small minority. You can do that. But to say that that's Judaism, again, there's Orthodox, there's Reformed, there's Conservative, there's a Hasidic, there's Karite. I mean, there's just this whole list. And so it's like, what, what do you mean? What, what, do you, what, what is this? So it's just imprecise and really slanderous, frankly. That the Jews are just another, another religious group. This is the fifth falsehood. 
The Jews today are Europeans whose ancestors converted from pagan religions to the Judaism religion. So it's just this idea of this identity theft that they've done. And so this is what he's pushing, and this is what it's about, and he says that he's proving it in this in this documentary. But my goodness, if you read his work, speaking of Nazis, where he quotes Hitler. What do you think when you read that Hitler, Hitler quote there? I mean, that has actually got out a little bit in the media. What do you think? Because you've read it, right? I have. I, I have it here so I can read it for you guys. And yeah. obviously the, <laughs> the the Jew-hating quotations that he uses, including Henry Ford and so forth as well. But nonetheless, this is the quote that he uses and attributes to Hitler. And it is, America has God's jewelry. The Americans have the jewels of God. The Americans have stolen God's precious jewels. What do you mean, his precious jewels? The soldier asked, Hitler said, America has stolen the Jews, the jewels of God, his jewelry, the Negroes. They are the true Hebrews. What a foolish move and a direct challenge to God. And they plan on moving these false white Jews into a state of Israel because the white Jews know that the Negroes are the real children of Israel. And to keep America's secret, the Jews will blackmail America. They will exhort America. Their plan for world domination won't work if the Negroes know who they are. And vocab, I have to ask you, where did he get this quote from Hitler? I had just never seen this before. Yeah, uh, no one knows. I'll tell you where he got it from, from the sordid world of Hebrew Israelite memes on the Internet. Because that's the only place it's ever been seen in print. Meaning this quote that supposedly originates from Hitler about the true Hebrew, supposedly. Think about how bizarre that is anyway. Let's quote Hitler now in the true Hebrews. Uh, is not ever seen uh, by anyone's eyes where he actually said this. It's not been heard by anyone's ears. And even in the movie, the source under it, if you want to call it a source, literally says this. Believed to be said by Adolf Hitler. So that's not the end of it, but let me stop there. Believed to be said by who? That's a passive statement. It's not. It's written in, a, in a, what's called a passive voice. Believed to be said by Adolf Hitler. I don't know who's doing the believing here. Uh, if you mean gullible followers of this cult known as Hebrewism, okay, but that's not a good source. So who's doing the believing? I don't know because it's written the passive voice and he doesn't say. Believed to be said by Adolf Hitler in a secret document before his death in an undisclosed location. <laughs> Can you get any more worse of a source than that? You should have just not put the source on there, right? Well, first of all, how do you say something in a secret document? Wouldn't that be he wrote it. Wouldn't this be a secret conversation? Because notice the soldier is asking him questions before his death. At the towards the end of his death, Hitler's not really hanging out with soldiers. You know, down there in his bunker, he's hanging out with his girl and some of the top guys. What? What? And if it's before his death, undisclosed location, <laughs> they don't even know where he said it. This is insane that that somebody would even put this in a book and say this is a scholarly work. Take this seriously. I mean. Quoting Hitler, it's like, uh, consider the source. And, you know, Hitler uh, also did kill uh, what are called Afro-Germans. 
with black Germans. You know, he he went after them as well, not to the same degree. If he killed 12 million responsible, 6 million uh, were Jews, even though people like to try to play with that number, like Ron Dalton. Um, he went after them as well. But according to this, Hitler says, what a foolish move and a direct challenge to God. Because, you know, Hitler who killed Dietrich Bonhoeffer. He's really worried about challenging Coptos. What is this? And they plan on moving these fault white Jews into a state of Israel. So, I mean, is this really what... Sometimes these guys portray Hitler as a hero, like he was trying to prevent that, you know? So this is bizarre. And and then it gets into world domination. Look, Hitler is actually saying this. This is what this guy's putting in here. They will extort America. Their plan for world domination won't work if the Negroes know who they are. Well, why? And and if that's true, Hitler, then if you're worried about world domination, this this Hitler who's got a secret document in an undisclosed location, why don't why didn't Hitler make his whole life's goal then to wake up um, Afro Germans to who they really were or something? Because he, he calls them the stolen gods, precious jewels, and this soldier unnamed, which you would you would imagine if this happened, the soldier would have had to have been the source, right? Hitler's dead. I guess somehow the soldier got out, and then he related to I don't know who, I don't know when. What do you mean, his precious jewels? The soldier asked. It's clear the soldier is contri- a contrived person, just to simply ask the question, and that's the only quote. The soldier has one question in this in this false quote. What do you mean, his precious jewels? <laughs> and then hit, this Hitler character goes on. Now I've seen a source for this one time. This book right here. This is the one time I've seen a source for this. It was in a meme, and it actually had the temerity to include the source. Okay, the the the, the book is "The Nazis" by Robert Edwin Herstein, Time Life Books. Okay, and uh, what year was this? Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm looking at the TOC table of contents. Uh, what am I blind right now? I can't see the year right now. Oh, there it is, 1980. So uh, I saw this this given one time. So I went out of my way and I had to hunt this dumb thing down on eBay or something. It was not cheap. I knew it most likely wasn't going to be in there, but I said, let's just see timeline. Because one time I did see a source. It was this book. There's no other reason for me to have this book. Well, I went through every single page and the page number was given too. It was this page right here. This page number, this is the page. It doesn't say anything about that. In fact, it's just filled with anti-Jewish tropes, uh, comparing them to to others, you know. And and uh, this is where you've got uh, Goebbels. Go, go, how do you say Goebbels? Gobbles. I always forgot how to say his name. But they're watching a, a new uh, German movie that's coming out. So some you know propaganda, and because uh, during Hitler's reign, they put out a, a, a bunch of anti-Semitic movies. This is part of what they did. And this this right here. It's from part of the film. That's what that that's from. That's part from part of the film, and it supposedly it supposedly shows. And I'm going to read from the Time Life book here. In one segment of a Nazi instructional film, right, the genetic heritage of the Jew is purportedly traced to Oriental, Negro, Near Asian, and Hamitic peoples. Hence, the film concludes the Jew is a bastard. Below the villainous title character of Jude Sus, a violently anti-Semitic melodrama, spins schemes with his crony, Rabbi Lowell. So there's the the Jewish villain in the movie, and then there's them reviewing one of these movies, and that's that's basically 
you know, what we would consider a screenshot that that's saying the genetic heritage of the Jewish person is all these people who the Nazis would also see as inferior. And that's why uh, Hitler called the Jews bastards, which that is documented, that kind of language. But she wasn't the first person to do that. And the Holocaust Museum in D.C., which I've been to, does a great job of explaining this. Uh, this this even better. So that's the only page I've seen where a source has been given. And guess what? It's not there. I had to spend 50 bucks to find that out, you know, 50 bucks to kind of find out what I already knew. So here's here's the point. Number one, this is the kind of nonsense you get with a lot of Hebrew Israelite apologetics because this is Hebrew Israelite apologetics trying to prove their point. But it's really sophistry, which is essentially lying to prove a point, trying to prove your point using uh, falsehoods and lies. That's what this is. This one is easier to track down than others, but no one should be promoting this this garbage. It's a shame that it's skyrocketed since this whole thing because the Holocaust denial, these are like very not just sensitive issues, but really life or death issues. And then to think that this is a book you could recommend when it does stuff like this. I mean, that's just one. We've given a number of examples. That's just one example. Uh, not as bad, but it also has got this quote from the Egyptian president, supposedly, uh, who supposedly said, and I have a whole video debunking this, uh, the Jews left here black but returned white. And I always thought it was funny when Hebrews shared this. I'd, I'd go after him and say, what's the source? What's the source? What's the source? Never could give it to me. They gave us a magazine they said it was in. We bought the magazine. It wasn't in the magazine. Then they said it was in a, a TV recording from a show. And I said, well, how do you know? Did you, did you speak Arabic? How did you hear this? Well, someone else did. Well, where is it online? They've scrubbed it from the internet. These are the real conversations we have with these guys. So can't find that quote either. And also I was like, let's just say the quote's true. The, the Egyptian president at the time said, uh, I can't respect the Jews or you know view them as authentic because they left black, as, as in they left Egypt black and returned white. Uh, how old was this president? Was he alive during the time of Moses? How would he know? This is, It's just so silly. They don't even stop to think about their own quotes like, huh. And a lot of this stuff is like that. And for, for example, I think in a, this same documentary, this is less egregious, but let me just share one more and then maybe ask, ask the next question. I don't want to cram too much in one answer there's a place where i think it says that this certain west african tribe circumcision circumcises children on the eighth day supposedly and that's evidence that they were jews who kept some of the customs or something like that but when you actually read uh the source cited it'll say that they would they would do what it was like a circumcision ceremony between the fourth and the eighth day so from the fourth to the eighth day with hebrew israelite apologetics becomes on the eighth day and it's just this it's this is a nonstop refrain where you let me just be honest. You basically can't trust anything that's ever said in any Hebrew Israelite book, video, lecture or talk. You literally have to check out every single thing. If they say in the book the sky was blue on November 3rd, you should probably check the weather report that day straight up. <laughs> well, it's interesting because there seems to be this ploy that he even plays in the film and. And, and this is something that he says after he's going to prove all these things wrong. First of all, he does quote Henry Ford that basically say the Jews, they control all of the world's sources. But then he says, quote, the mass media is the biggest tool of indoctrination, brainwashing, and propaganda that the world has ever seen. For centuries, it has been helping Satan deceive the world, including the Christian church. Don't believe me? And so basically now I have to go to Dalton here as my source material, because he's the one who's going to tell me the truth. Don't get me wrong. There's plenty of propaganda in the media, obviously. We've dealt with a lot of that more and more recently. But nonetheless, 
you get to this place that you have to become such a skeptic that the only truth that can be found is going to be through guys like Dalton here. And oh. it's very, it's a very dangerous game. And, and he's actually come out vocab and actually this is something a little different. He's actually had a press release since, you know, the guy's quoting Hitler. He's oh. doing all this stuff. And here he is saying a press release. Is that right? Yeah. November 6th, 2022. I don't know why more of the media hasn't talked about this. Maybe they have, and I'm just not aware of it, but I've only seen this because of my involvement and, in, you know, awareness of the, uh, you know, sort of the Hebrews like internet, right? November 6, 2022, press statement. Hebrews to Negroes, uh, Ron Dalton Jr., CEO, Hebrews to Negroes Films. I vehemently reject and condemn any forms of prejudice or hatred towards any person, regardless of their race, religion, ethnicity, lineage, ancestry, or sex, as well as violence, racism, bullying, discrimination, black Jew-phobia. That's one word. I don't think anyone was asking about that, but he literally puts in there black Jew-phobia. And the misuse of the term anti-Semitism. The misuse of the term anti-Semitism. So Holocaust revisionism, don't call that anti-Semitism. Well, I'm going to explain that in a second, but let's read this. The African diaspora that was sent to the Americas and the Caribbean via the transatlantic slave trade are ethnically the Israelites of the Bible from the lineage of Sham. I just want to stop. This is a press release statement. <laughs> Seems like he just took an excerpt from his book or something, right? Continuing. Therefore, myself or anyone today who is a descendant of Shem's five sons cannot be anti-Semitic. As a Shemite, I am against any form of anti-Semitism and anti-Semitism in America or worldwide. Let me just stop there. This is insane that this is taken seriously. And you have Hebrews lights caping for this, you know, going to bat for it, right? Um, first of all, He's assuming that he's Semitic. Let's just say, Ron Dalton, you're Semitic. That doesn't mean you can't be anti-Semitic. Haven't you ever heard the term self-hating or self-loathing? I mean, that's even a, a trope. That's it's not. A, it doesn't make. It's not logical to say I am this. Therefore, I can't be. You you could still. I mean, that's kind of like the definition of a you know sellout something like that. I mean, so it's not even a logical to say I can't be because I'm this. Okay. So that's first of all. But notice, of course, he's assuming that. And if you listen to him and read his book, you know furthermore what he's saying that I don't see clearly stated in here, and it's this. When you disparage the Jewish people, Ron Dalton would contend you're not being anti-Semitic no matter what you say. Do you know why, ladies and gentlemen? Because according to Ron Dalton Jr. and the millions who agree with him, they're not Semitic. They're not so you can't you're not anti-Semitic. You say something against it because they're not Semitic. That's the whole thing. They're imposters. Right. So he, in his book, he says you would be more likely it'd be more accurate to, to say you're anti-Jephetic, anti-Jephetic, because he thinks that uh, Jews are basically Europeans, which descend from Japheth. You know, he, these guys act like they know this stuff. Again, remember, you're talking about going back all the way to Noah's sons. OK, remember that. So look. That's what he thinks. Now, I want to share something briefly. One West Hebrews lights. So this is more like the guys on the corner with the garbs and the signs. They hold Jews are actually Edomites. That means descendants of Esau. If you're descendant of Esau, that means you would actually descend from Israel because Jacob's twin brother is Esau, right? So they would both be Semitic under that schema. So one West Hebrew Israelites, Ron Dalton's not a one West Hebrew Israelite. They actually hold that actually uh, white folks are actually Semitic as well. 
because because they're Edomites. You see what I'm saying? I know it's a little confusing, but Dalton doesn't hold that version of Hebrewism. He holds that they be Japhetic. Let me continue on, yo. Racist scapegoating, as well as unfair tactics that hold communities of color responsible for societal problems, must stop. So this is a press release about this. He's not denying anti-Semitism. He's not denying his Holocaust minimal, minimization. He's not doing any of that. This is what he's writing in his press release. He just uses it as a chance to kind of jump on the, the, I guess, a bully pulpit that he thinks he had temporarily or something like that, right? It is our collective duty to create a society where everyone has the same opportunities, irrespective of their race, religion, ethnicity, or sex. Freedom of speech and freedom of expression should not be seen as an infringement, but unfortunately, based on what we have seen lately in the news, this is a sad reality in America. We definitely have more work to do to fix this. The Israelites are dedicated to collaborating with all groups. Now, let's just stop there. He's saying that. He's saying that. Ron Dalton Jr. is saying that. But if you talk to his fellow religionists on the street, like IUIC, Sakari, GMS, they're not trying to collaborate with all groups. They're, they're not doing that. They, but look what he says here. So he's saying Israelites as this, this ethnic group, but it's not true. They don't want to collaborate with anybody on nothing, right? The Israelites are dedicated to collaborating with all groups. Now, to do what? Watch what, what, watch what he's saying the Israelites are dedicated to doing here. This is actually hilarious. The Israelites are dedicated to collaborating with all groups to make it possible for people from all backgrounds to watch the documentary. He He literally just said, our people are dedicated to make it possible for everyone to be able to watch my movie. <laughs> what? This is, I mean, it's just insane. What, what is that a statement for heal the world? What is this? These folks are serious, though, and this dude's making some serious money. Just as one might watch the 1977 Roots TV miniseries, which is shown annually every February during Black History Month. Imagine this being in a press release, but this is how this guy writes very stream of conscious, no, no consciousness, no discipline, no kind of precision of where he's going, clearly no game, game plan. But this is, this is a press release. The mass media capitalized relies on promoting exclusivity, stroking fear and assigning blame to those that go against their narratives. I mean, it's funny. Does, does he consider Al Jazeera part of the, the, the Jewish-controlled media, if you guys know what Al Jazeera is? I don't think so, but okay, continuing on. Everyone should be free to approach their past without worrying that they will be singled out, vilified, and bullied. Yet that's exactly what he does with Jews. I implore everyone to take the time to read my books. <laughs> this is a... A PR joint. It's just like ad, co- ad copy right here. I implore everyone to get along, to fight, anti- to read my books, <laughs> watch my movie documentaries. What an egomaniac. This is really what this press release says. I wish I could be making this up, but this is what this says. I implore everyone to take the time to read my books, watch my movie documentaries, and then fact check everything. Okay, we'll do that last part. Fail, 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 Mr. Dalton, so that we all can have a full understanding of the true history of black people in the diaspora, which is now being told from a different perspective. Using the study of – now, this is what we call hurling the elephant. It's not really an argument. It's just you're saying all – that you've got all the stuff. So it's like when you throw an elephant at someone, you know, if you could do that, it's, this is what he's about to do. He's about to hurl the elephant, right, or maybe hurl the elephant – uh, dung, rather. But watch this. Using the study of history, theology, geography, cartography, biology, craniology, odontology, uh, odontology <laughs> genetics, linguistics, archaeology, anthropology, and more, I provide the evidence to substantiate that the information in my visual literary work is indeed factual. 
<laughs> craniology. This is insane. I'm sorry. I'm having too much fun. Whenever I read this, you know, you got to laugh to keep from crying. Hopefully, after all this is done, we can begin to forge a nation founded on our complete history. As if he's qualified to do this. You know, his training, and no diss against it, is to be a physician's assistant. I don't know how that qualifies him to, like, I'm not saying you can't look at it, but it's like he's acting like this is the true version of these fields of study. What? I pray that we are able to continue to bring people together of all backgrounds. How, How do you bring people together when you call their people group the thing, you know, to embrace historical events and facts that are detrimental to the progression of our society as a whole? Signed, Ron Dalton Jr. Are we serious right now? I hope you guys had as much fun, but but look, understand the nature of the problem we're dealing with. NBA stars retweeting this. The, 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 the person who made this movie saying, like, it's got a lot of truth and we need to wake up about. This movie shot up on all the charts now. So we can laugh or whatever, but I, I take it serious, even though you know I, I'll have fun with it. I take this stuff serious. That's why I spend so much time doing this. Understand, this is the kind of person, and, and this is a leader, a thought leader within this religion. This is what we're dealing with, folks. We have we. This is true spiritual warfare, the level of blindness here. But this is what's going on. And I don't know why the media hasn't looked at this press statement. You know, the creator of this, I haven't seen him do interviews. You would think, I heard CNN called him, but it's like somebody should... Somebody should look at this this press statement he put out, right? No denial of anti-Semitism. No talking about, you know, the Holocaust stuff was. So that's important. And I don't know if anyone's talked about it until today on this show. No, that's I'm so glad you brought that out because I think people need to see some of the lunacy because that's really what that is. That's somebody who is so self-absorbed. I mean, it's just incredible. Let's use this as a time to sell my books Sell my videos. We, our entire goal is to make sure you watch this video that has no documentation. But, you know, vocab, I know it, it is, it, it's it's somewhat of a silly business when you look at some of the source material, some of the things that are said and so forth when it comes to their writing material, the videos that they put out online and all of that. But, you know, I was struggling because I was ta- listening to people that were falling for this and seeing mm-hmm. some people kind of watching these videos and saying, oh, it's just historical. It's not anti Semitic, I'm like, you didn't watch it. Like, there's no way I believe that you actually watched that whole thing. And I was thinking about it more in lines of getting people not to go down this kind of this road, you know, off the straight and narrow and onto this this lie. And I I watched you talk about this and I'm I'm kind of summarizing a quote I heard you say because I was trying to get into the understanding of how can people fall for this. We see him quoting Hitler, by the way, as a source material. And the very quote that he got from Hitler is so ridiculous. There's no way it's real. And there's no source material to give it to us. We see them referring to Jews as parasites, as things like the thing and Terminator and so forth. And that, you know, it, it doesn't even realize that it's wrong and it just needs to be killed off. All yeah, of this I mean, going what? on. And, and, and the Holocaust. Like you said, the minimization of the Holocaust. I mean, you're in Arizona. You got Steven Anderson out there, so he likes to do that oh, too. Yeah. But but nonetheless, this quote is what kind of stuck to me when I was listening to people because I try to figure out why does someone fall for this? This is so right. silly. But I, I read this or I heard you say this, and it was the goal of having a noble identity is such a worthy pursuit that it makes the argumentation an afterthought. And I thought that was quite profound, especially when I'm listening to people just say, well, you know, Kyrie said, I'm just caring about truth and light. But yet when you yeah. look at the actual source material, there is no truth to what he is saying. 
uh, when you look at the quotes from Hitler and you look at the way he they're, they're, the way they talk about other people and so forth, and they really have nothing to source this out to be like, hey, this is true, and yet yeah. people are falling for it. What do you think that that reason is? And honestly, maybe express why it is important because you know somebody thinking that they might have a lineage to um, you know they might have a Hebraic lineage or something that may not be as important as what it does to the gospel. And ultimately, you have somebody telling us, yeah, this exclusiveness coming out against that, but proving that God doesn't really care about everyone and that some people are just here to be judged and so forth. Yeah, I mean, this is why, you know, if you're a Christian, this is so important to um, understand your identity in Christ, right? This is really key, your identity in Christ, who you are in Christ. Uh Christian theology, because the Bible teaches, Christian theology teaches that we have something called union with Christ, union uh, with Christ. Now, we do have an ethnic identity, and that's given by uh, the Lord as well. In fact, in Paul, when Paul was the, the uh, Athenian, uh, with the Athenian philosophers there in Greece, he says that, you know, is Acts 17, hey, man, uh, God has determined the times and seasons in which you live, where you live, and all that. And even though we've all come from one one blood, as he says there, and it's a great thing to read, and that goes back to Genesis, you know, where uh, Eve's the mother of all living, and obviously that's with Adam, so we descend from that, and that's why our primary identity should be found in the last Adam, the second Adam, that Paul speaks about in Romans, and that's the way we achieve life, and that's really the two heads of the races, if you will, those in Adam, those in Christ. And so that's why it's so important. And, you know, if you guys remember, Paul demonstrates this, uh, your identity in Christ in Philippians 3, where he talks about how he puts no confidence in the flesh. And I want to show you this because if Hebrews like truly took this serious, their religion would just cease to exist. Philippians chapter 3, verse 4. Watch this. For it is we who are the circumcision. And by the way, he defines circumcision spiritually as in a, a cut heart, as, a, as you were, as it will. We who serve God by a spirit, who boasts in Christ Jesus, by the way, that's Trinitarian language, and who put no confidence in the flesh. This whole Hebrews, the Negroes thing is putting confidence in the flesh, and it's worse because it's delusional. Though I myself have such reasons for confidence. He's saying, hey, if we're going to do this, I could do this. Now, I'm not doing it, but I could. And now watch, he's about to show you. If someone else thinks they have reasons to put confidence in the flesh, I have more. Circumcised on the eighth day of the people of Israel, of the tribe of Benjamin. And he knew he's of the tribe of Benjamin. He didn't have to click on YouTube and have an algorithm tell him he knew he was from the tribe of Benjamin. And yet, watch what he's going to say. And let me read that again. Circumcised on the eighth day of the people of Israel, of the tribe of Benjamin, a Hebrew of Hebrews, in regard to the law, a Pharisee, as for zeal, persecuting the church, as for righteousness based on the law, faultless. But whatever were gains to me, I now consider loss for the sake of Christ. What is more, I consider everything a loss because of the surpassing worth of knowing Christ Jesus my Lord, for whose sake I have lost all things. I consider them garbage that I may gain Christ. And be found in him, not having a righteousness of my own that comes from the law. By the way, that's anti-Hebrewism too, because most of them are uh, law keepers. But that which is through faith in Christ, the righteousness that comes from God on the basis of faith. This is imputed righteousness, ladies and gentlemen. I want to know Christ. See, these guys want to know who they really are. 
Paul says, I want to know Christ. You know why, though? When you know Christ, you know who you really are. I want to know Christ, yes, to know the power of his resurrection and participation in his sufferings, no, becoming like him in his death, and so somehow attaining to the resurrection from the dead. And he goes on there. There's so much more good there, but I just want to share Philippians 3. It's antithetical to this whole, whole uh, honestly, delusional project. Now, I would never diss ethnicity. You know, I wear this dumb little thing uh, because it, it, it's a way to say I'm Sicilian. If some of you guys know what this is, no, go ahead. You know, if you're Irish, you you know, uh, if you want to, you know, wear green stuff or whatever on a St. Patrick's Day. Or it's it's not about that. You know, what I'm saying I, I'm cool with cultural is beautiful and diverse, but this is a whole religion, honestly, based upon bad readings of the Bible, history, and everything else, and it's anti-New Testament. And I would even say, contrary to the Old Testament, let alone contrary to history, to the average Hebrew light, it's it's like the goal, the attaining of the goal of this noble identity is so worth it that argumentation is really secondary. So I'll destroy these quotes from this book, and someone will say, yeah, but we're still the people of the book. Something like that. It just doesn't matter. It's just like whack-a-mole. It's like, well, where's the argumentation if we keep on knocking down? You know, he misquotes. He gets Solomon 1.5 wrong. If we knock that down, then they go to Tacitus. Well, read the rest of the Tacitus quote. Then, uh, you know, he'll he'll go over here and call Hebrew Yiddish. And then we show that Hebrew and Yiddish are two different things. And he'll go over here and do this other thing. These are all things in the book. Then he'll go and say, uh, Dan was – it gets. I have I did, I did a lot of this on my show, but let me just say – it takes a while to track this down. But look, ladies and gentlemen, uh, that's why we need apologists. And I'm not the only one, but that's why we need to do this. Part of apologetics is uh, defense, offense, polemics. So we come against these bad ideas in the spirit of 2 Corinthians 10, 3 through 5. And then we give an answer for the gospel, 1 Peter 3, 15. And so I just want to sh- share all that to, to, to let you know that this Kyrie Kanye thing it is not the last thing like this. And I'm not trying to act like I'm a prophet. I'm, I don't think I'm a prophet. But I've said some pretty prophetic things in regards to this movement because I've been telling people, wake the heck up, church. Wake up. Stop not taking this serious. Stop, you know, arguing by mocking. Stop acting like you don't need to know. Stop acting like you know when we got to do this because this is one of the key issues of our day straight up. Amen. And brother, I, I have to say I have been watching you talk about this for quite a long time now. Um, I, I believe, you know, the book that you had wrote, I think it was Barack Obama versus uh, the Black Hebrew Israelites. Is that right? No. And mm-hmm. and one of the things you you mentioned there about Kendrick Lamar, his album "Damn," mm-hmm. uh, you I mean you went into a number uh, Amari Stoudemire, which I think he went back to Orthodox Judaism. I think he was getting into those mm-hmm. leanings. If I if I'm correct, he straddled the fence between the worlds of of legit Orthodox Judaism and Hebrew Islamism. But by the way, he's, he, the real issue with him, God bless his soul, is he rejects Christ. But yeah, he straddles, so he's been officially converted, but still thinks he's a Hebrew Israelite by blood. And he's actually done commentary on this. They brought him on ESPN and talked to him, and then Kanye went after Amari, then Amari responded to Kanye. It's a crazy world we live in right now. No, amen. And like you said, you pointed this out, and when these celebrities start pushing this, I mean— the proof is in the pudding. You guys just heard him read how far this book has gone up, and you see how poorly the book is put together, how ridiculous the claims are, how hateful the message is, and yet it just goes up there because it's getting pushed by some of the biggest people on those social media platforms. But Vocab, I want to thank you so much for just bringing some enlightenment about some of this stuff. I mean, really great quotations for us to kind of be able to chew on, and hopefully this can get out and people can actually come to the saving gospel of Jesus Christ, not by works, but by what Jesus Christ did on the cross. So I want to thank you so much, Vocab. Amen. No doubt. No doubt. I appreciate that, Chad. Thanks for having me on. And can, I'm going to ask you one question before I go. This is a little bit off. 
Do you know, or anyone that you're working with right now, do they know who uh, Grits, the Christian hip-hop group Grits, that was signed to Toby Max label? I got a label? thumbs up in there. I do not, but I got a thumbs up in there. My life be like... Ron Carter, whom I loved and admired as a child, uh, as a younger man, bona fide of grits, is also a Hebrews light now. Oh. So we talk about the deception. It's all, it's all the way through, including uh, including a number of people in Christian hip hop, including some of the biggest ones. This is from his Instagram feed, right there. He oh, wow. shared the book, hashtagged it like that, and then someone said, "Hey, that's got a lot of falsehoods in it." And look, can you name three bona fide lies? With references, though, this is four days ago. I hope he watches the show because we shared more than three bona fide lies. That's a play on his name because he went by bona fide. But I'm just throwing that in there to show you that with this Hebrews light stuff, no one is safe. So we got to do the work, man. That's why I'm glad I was able to be on here today. Awesome. Thank you so much, Vocab. God bless you, brother. The 511 News with Chad Davidson has been brought to you by Good Fight Ministries, bringing you news and commentary from a Christian perspective. This show can be heard every Friday wherever podcast shows are available or visit 511news.org. Thank you for joining us, and we look forward to being with you next week on the 511 News.